0: Good evening, Saints fans and NFLers around the world. Welcome to the Who Dat Dish podcast, a podcast dedicated to all things New Orleans Saints as part of Fan I'm your host,
1: Dayton Brown. What's up, guys? I'm your other host, Tyler Raymond. As always, we've got a very special episode in store for you guys tonight. We'll be discussing what happened yesterday with the Saints-Buccaneers game. And then we'll be talking about later in the episode what's going to go down when the Saints go to Buffalo to play the Buffalo Bills. So uh, the game will be attended by not only myself but our very special guest that we have with us tonight. Speaking of the guest, she has been uh, she's been featured on the Huffington Post. She's a wife, mother, and a fellow contributor for Who That Dish, as well as a huge Saints fan, which I will be actually meeting when we uh, go to Buffalo. So, ladies and gentlemen, please, everyone, welcome and give warm applause to Donna Marsh. Woo! Welcome to,
0: show, Welcome to the show, Donna. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Thanks, guys. How are you doing? This is
2: the best fun on radio.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we need our own show. We need our own studio. I, yes. I, I'd, I'd move to Liverpool if Tyler and I got our own studio. I'd, I'd oh, that'd be epic. New York. <laughs> we broadcast live to everybody. But, uh, Donna, how are you after a uh, Saint Sunday win?
2: i'm great i'm great i like i there's like absolutely no reason i should be this happy in my life except sundays (laughs) right
0: right exactly yeah
2: saints win it's like it just lasts
0: (laughs) especially surprisingly after an 0-2 start we are this happy come week nine almost week 10 crazy stuff have you been have you been a saints fan your entire life donna i know you no, no really
2: Oh, born. I didn't even like football. Oh, I, my, once, once when my son was playing, somebody asked me what position would, did he play? I pointed to him and I said, that one, <laughs>
0: <laughs> whichever one he's lined up as you, you one,
2: one, I don't know. He's like in the, in the orange suit. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm no, I, I, um, you know, I had a big loss in the family. My daughter was a huge football fan and, um, she was lost at nine 11, a giants fan. And, uh, um and somehow don't ask there's like a long complicated very sad and happy political story of you know my life intersected with the lives of a lot of people in new orleans at the same time i was starting to become really addicted to football i was born and raised in the religion of yankee baseball my grandfather there you go there was absolutely, you, you could not practice religion in our family, but you could not root for any other team but the Yankees. Um, and then, you know, football kind of took over my brain, and, you know, um, following the Saints was, something happened. I don't know, my heart would beat faster I'd see this team play. I just remember the first time I rooted for them to win one game, I know, and they won, and it wasn't a great season, um, but I just remember, like, at the end of it, it was like the Saints come marching in, and that was it. I was addicted, so.
0: Yeah. Well, right before the show, you were just telling us uh, about, like, this team is, is, uh, what you said, dipped in the spirituality uh, of this just.
2: Yeah. I mean, mean, there is, yeah.
0: Almost addicting type, uh, type thing, like, like. It's, it's hard to not root for the Saints if you're a neutral fan. It's so hard, especially for the city of New Orleans, like you were just saying.
2: Well, I mean, I think to root for the team is also to root for the city. Like, yeah. the city is a really complicated city. I mean, it it is not an easy I, – like, I never understood the whole big easy because it's really not a big city, and it's really hard. I mean – um you know there there are so many ways in which you know different lives social classes intersect in ways that aren't particularly easy to deal with and yet here is this thing that happens like at that superdome i mean when i when i went to the superdome after katrina it was like you understood why this place was absolutely the place where people went to save their own lives. I mean, it's elevated. It, you just look down on everything, and, and it gives you a really cool view of the spirituality of the city. Um, but, I, you know, honestly, I'd, I'd rather just talk about the Saints than, like, why I love them. Um, there's just something about, like, a team that the offense has been Yeah incredibly powerful and yet they you know they go forward every game and and sometimes people pick pick other teams at their own peril because they can always win a game but they've had a really rough time justifying keeping their best players and this amazing coach Mm -hmm. and you know, and I don't think Drew Brees is ever going to leave New Orleans. I, mean, I, I, I I, I Like, I hope not, too, but, like, I'd be more worried about anybody else because I think whatever spell the Saints cast on everyone else, I think it cast on Brees. Um, and, yeah, so.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that for sure. <laughs> That's awesome, though. Uh, speaking about players, we've got to know, the fans got to know, too. Um, Who would you say is your favorite player of all time for the Saints? That Whether is that be so the season or...
2: Yeah, that's hard. Because, like, I think that's why I love the Saints. It's like the obvious answer is Drew Brees. I mean, right. I went to New Orleans and, you know, was trying to, like, get somebody in the street to tell me, come on, like, really, just Brees, like, come on, you've got, like, all these other players, like... <laughs> You know, you had Jimmy Graham, you had Marcus Colston, you had Darren Sproles. And I and I was a big Sproles fan. It broke my... It's still yeah. one player. Me too. That I think, oh, man, you can't let him go. You can't. It'll kill Breeze. And I think it did. I think there's mm-hmm. some evidence that it hurt his psyche. But, like, I mean, to a person, it was like, no, 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 Drew Breeze is the city. Drew Breeze was here. Drew Breeze was here. And I, I think they see him as sort of this, you know, not only, you know, play caller, <laughs> great play caller, but also, like, this guy who really cared about the city, who, who like, understood that, like, they've been neglected, you know, that the, the post-Katrina days really hurt him. Mm-hmm. Um so for me to say, you know, who's your favorite player, it's sort of like me saying, like, if, if I were Drew Brees, who's my favorite receiver? And, like, that's the thing about him.
1: <laughs> right.
2: Uh... When he's on, everybody is. Yeah. Everybody is. And I, I just feel like he's back.
0: We... He's back. Which is yeah, great, absolutely. and and that was something that we, we never wish to you say you, you never hope to see a, a quarterback kind of fall off. But we I wouldn't yeah. say Drew Brees kind of fell off, but his team wasn't playing that well. He wasn't surrounded by the defense that could have catapulted him. Because, granted, stats wise, Hall of Fame quarterback, top five all time. He just doesn't have the the wins or the Super Bowl, especially over these past few seasons. But I agree with you. He is back. It's great to have him on the team, especially when you look at what was going on. With the other team's quarterback yesterday before the game, you know, eat, eating their fingers and, and whatever else Jameis Winston was doing, <laughs> we're very, very lucky to have Drew Brees and uh, his fantastic, you know, pregame
2: really shows how much he loves the team. As you were but talking but even, about Donna. like even when he wasn't getting the wins, I mean, like he was breaking personal records, and while everyone was like, "Oh no, we want to see the wins," it's like, yeah, but you know, you also get this, like, you know, you 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 wear your your Saints swag in any other city and people just look at you like, ah, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, my mailman, like, it's <laughs> like, I don't know how I can keep delivering your mail. I mean, this <laughs> is the giants and bills there. You know, you know, nobody in our area, Tyler, you know, this, and upstate yeah. likes the Jets. <laughs> I do this week. I mean, they showed us the weakness of Buffalo, but that's a whole other story, right? Exactly. But you like your swag, and people are like, "Yeah, Drew Brees." I'm like, "Yeah, but there's a whole team, yeah. not just, it's not, for you. just true. Yep. not just Drew, not just Drew, but um, you know, yeah." And I don't think Sean Payton gets enough credit for like sticking with like <laughs> these. Like sometimes they seem like really bad plans, but right, yeah. So,
0: speaking of other players surrounded by Drew Brees, that's fantastic on the team. You just recently came out with an article. Uh, about Alvin Kamara. Uh, this is going to be what we're going to be featuring for Articles of the Week this week. Uh, be sure to go to com, check out all the great articles, recapping the game, previewing the game against the Bills. But right now, I want to talk about your article, Don- Donna, titled Column Ghost Alvin Kamara Strikes Fear and Opposing Defenses. Go ahead and elaborate on that a little bit, just because of his performance yesterday was off the chain, and I'm glad you were able to highlight that in this article. Oh.
2: My God, no, I mean, I, like, first of all, like, when they picked him up, I know there was a lot of, oh, my God, oh, my God, you know, we need, you know, protection for Breeze, we need, you know, pass rush. Yeah, 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 we did, we got that. And I'm, I, like, to talk about Alvin Kamara is not to dismiss Lattimore, Rankin's, you know, like, all of these, you know, kids, really, that we, we brought on to, like, deal with the rest of the game. But the thing about Breeze and Sproul's, and like I, and I've thought this for a really long time, was that getting rid of Sproul's at the same time we reconfigured the entire defense. That stuff is in the head of the quarterback, and particularly a guy like Breeze, who who he is like. There isn't a second he's on the sidelines after a bad drive where he's not studying the computer. Like his mm-hmm. face yeah. is in the data. And, you know, and so for me, it's like when when Sproles was traded, that was his, uh uh-oh, what do I do now? Like, because, like, Breeze, the time in the pocket is really important. But he also needs to have that back that can take the ball and figure out, like, you know, where the block is. And, like, have the patience to, like, speed run with flexibility and with legs that don't betray where he's going next and honestly when they brought in AP and they you know and you know of course we have Ingram and like you know and and Ingram's the guy I get it like he's fast you know he can he can go through a wall if there's a hole right in front of him And he can take that ball to the end zone, but he's not going to jump over blocks. And when he tries Mm it, I get worried. Um, Kamara, not knowing who this kid was going to be on the team, AP was a really good backup plan. It didn't work out because Kamara did. And what he can do is he can go through walls. When he took that pass, from Breeze to the end zone, I was stunned. I mean, I saw this kid going down three times. Like, like, honestly, like, I can't imagine defending against him because you think the play's over, the play's over, the play's over, and he just keeps going. It's like there are three plays in a drive, like three, I'm sorry, (laughs) three plays in a play with him. Yeah, And then when, like, he's at the goal line, takes that ball and walks, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, I remember, like, saying, Breeze has got to figure out how to jump over that blockade because no Mm -hmm. one will expect him to do that. And he did that one day. I I think it was the Giants game. Um, Saints were at the Giants, and I said, he's just got to jump over, and he did. (laughs) but Kamara just like I mean they like, it just seems like the Red Sea parts that's what I wrote in the article like I mean that's how it feels like this kid can see and and so the combination of his vision and his flexibility are just incredible but at the same time I say that it's like you need to know that Breeze can pass to him, Breeze can hand to him, Breeze can hand to Ingram that run game has to work on more than one cylinder, and then Breeze can really target a guy like Ginn, and then Breeze can bring Coleman into a game, and then Thomas, who I think is phenomenal, I love Thomas. I but you know like, oh, no. he he's not in the picture all that much because he's double teamed all the time, but. Mm-hmm. You know, like you t- once Breeze really starts getting in the groove with his other receivers, Thomas is going to be freer. <laughs> right. And let's add the gravy. Sneed, I would really love to see Sneed, you know, sort of come back and be welcomed back. I don't know that that's going to happen. But anyway, mm. I think we got a game. <laughs> so. Definitely,
0: definitely talent loaded up there.
2: And, yeah, yeah
0: he's okay. just a rookie. And I think the importance of having no. to- yeah, the importance of having a versatile back out of the backfield for Drew Brees. Uh, I mean, Brees isn't a in the rising of the mobile quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Not 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 scramble type quarterbacks, mobile quarterbacks. Drew Brees is more mobile. I mean, he underrated. He mobilely he's underrated, but he has to have versatile running backs out of the field who who can who can be great checkdown options for him. We saw it with Reggie Bush. Pierre Thomas was one of them. You mentioned Darren Sproles, and now I think it's Alvin Kamara. Uh, breeze loves his checkdowns because he, he he can't scramble quite the way the other quarterbacks can he's also a little bit shorter so uh than most quarterbacks obviously he, I, I, i'm not making excuses or anything but that just shows how the versatile running backs are are much more important to breeze than i guess any other quarterback in this rising nfl uh, of mobility so yeah i'm really glad you wrote that article donna because kamara is is having a fantastic rookie year um so let's talk about yesterday's win Fantastic game. Uh, Saints defended their home field and came away with a dominating 30-10 win over the division rival Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, this puts the team at 6-2 and two on the season uh, after an 0-2 start. So the Saints are just the third team in the Super Bowl era to win six straight games after starting out 0-2. Uh, the other two teams oh, yeah. ended up winning the Super Bowl, which is just you know a l- little bit of a good news tidbit right there. Um, they're also in sole possession of first in the NFC South, something I didn't think was going to happen at this point in the season. And they're the second seed in the NFC right now. Like if the playoffs were to start today, they'd be the second seed in the NFC. Great stuff. Before we dive into talking about the game, I'm just going to list some pretty quick stats um, for the game uh, involving the Saints. Uh, Drew Brees was 22 of 27 for 263 yards, was only sacked once. He had two touchdowns, no picks, uh, 84.3 QBR. That's out of 100. That's, that's incredible. Uh, we referenced Ingram and Kamara. They combined for... Um, 26 carries a piece or sorry, not a piece total. They combined for 26 carries. Ingram had 77 yards. Kamara had 68. Um, and Kamara also had that one rushing touchdown and a receiving touchdown. Ted Ginn jr. Had four catches for 59 yards with a touchdown. Kamara adds in 84 receiving yards. Michael Thomas, who has been kind of quiet this entire season, had a, had a pretty good game, eight catches, 65 yards. Um, uh, that's 8.1 yards carry. That's almost a first down per reception for Michael Thomas. So that's great. Um, now, the turnovers were kind of concerning. This game could have been an even bigger uh, blowout if it wasn't for the two fumbles that we lost, one by Willie Sneed, one by Alvin Kamara. But that's okay. We were still able to come away with the victory. Uh, Cameron Jordan, Alex Okafor, Vaughn Bell all had sacks in this game, or one or at least half a sack in this game to give us four um, in the entire game against Jameis Winston. So Donna, general thoughts about this game. Obviously very happy uh, about what happened, but your reaction after the game, watching the game, what did you think about it
2: all? Insanely happy. Yes. And this is why, because the thing is, you know, and I, rem- I can't remember who said this, and I, I really have to find this out, but someone once called Drew Brees the socialist, or the the Saints had a socialist offense. In other words, anybody could Mm -hmm. you know could be targeted that's really cool that's really helpful but it wasn't like game consistent it wasn't offense defense special teams I mean so like honestly I think it was like man maybe only last week but maybe against Green Bay when I was thinking in the past the fumbles the interceptions it would have rattled them the whole game collapses But I remember after the Lions game, like Breeze looked like he'd been punched in the head. And that was an incredible win. And I remember thinking like this guy has got to let other people take some of the burden off. And it's a psychological burden. And so so what I like was, well, a couple things about, you know, this week that were just amazing. One was like one game at a time for me. It's like I know we've got to worry about the Rams down the road. We have to worry about the Panthers um, and you know those other awful bird. What's that bird team? <laughs> oh, the. Um, <laughs> but I hate the Falcons. I'm just the, yeah, yeah. The the
0: yeah. w- twenty eight to three. That, that's yeah, what yeah, referred yeah, to yeah.
2: yeah Don't yeah, yeah. talk about that. But like, I mean, <laughs> for me, like, I'm worried like about the next game, which is the Bills. And so the good news this week was the the Jets showed their weaknesses. Like, they are, like, you know, they're like street fighters, but they're not, like, completely dominant. So, like, I think we need to make sure that, you know, our defense really gets their offense. And I think this the next game is going to be a Cam Jordan-like fix. Like, he's going to have to figure out, like, you know how to take out their offense um and and mostly i think we're still vulnerable to the run but short of that like what i really loved about this game was i like like my instincts when kamara got the fumble there was a part of me that thought you know that's good because he is going to show Ingram how to get back on the horse. Like, I don't, I don't see Kamara getting ruffled from that. I see him going back out there and saying, oh, man, I blew that. I better, like, do more. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Because, like, I think Ingram is more like Breeze, where he takes the weight of the world on his shoulders and he'll falter. Right? And, and I worry that get back on, Mark. You, you're necessary. You've got to be there for this whole plan to work. But, but then, you know, the, the Lions game, when Cam did that, you know, silly dunk, like silly. He was so pumped. You know, you can't touch the goal post That just was so costly. Mm. And he came back and won that darn game. And like, so for me, it's like all cylinders now are mm. saying, we can erase mistakes. We can erase those mistakes. So we have the Willie Sneed mistake, which is really unfortunate, you know, and um, Kamara's fumble. They should have been costly. In the old Saints, a year ago, two years ago, they would have choked because of that. Mm -hmm. They didn't (laughs) choke because it's everybody has responsibility for these wins. Now, my worry is that like they're gonna they're gonna miss a game. like right? there's gonna be a game where, oh man, it almost happened. but i I think that's why, for me, I want to see them plow right through as much of this schedule as they can. I want as many wins behind us as we can garner up until the end. Um, you know, I remember my heart being broken, and in fact, i, I wasn't like really in the Saints all that long. I went to see them, I think it was at 11. um, We were at California Ale House in Western Florida, which is a big mistake if you're like a Saints fan from from the get go. But they're playing um, San Francisco in the playoffs. And, you know, and I'm sitting with my family and I have on my, I think it was a Breeze jersey. And I had just gotten my son a Victor Cruz jersey. It was like in a bag and I pushed Aaron Sproles. I mean, my feet were in the floor of California Ale House. I pushed him into the end zone. I can't tell you the effort it took. It was so hard. And then Vernon Davis came back and crushed my dreams. And this young girl at another table came over to our table, and she did that like Aaron Rodgers, like discount, double, whatever that thing was. And I crawled up the wall, (laughs) and my sister said, Oh my God. it cannot be in a bar fight. We're old. right? <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, so I think it takes an awful lot of effort, you know, to be a Saints fan. And in this case, it's just like the pressure is off. It's just off.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, to go off what you said there, uh, we mentioned a little bit ago about those turnovers. I absolutely agree with you, Don. I think, you know, this team has been um, so resilient. I love using that word they've uh, gone through so much adversity you know and as many as many wins if we've compiled here obviously there're still flaws this team uh, is going through you know uh for example in this game which will lead me into what I thought about this game the special teams uh besides the uh the punt blocks for a touchdown they struggled a bit you have willie sneed who uh, uh motioned for a fair catch and it bounced right off of his chest he wasn't able to make that catch you have um i take uh take it junior who uh my receiving wise he's been doing phenomenal but on special teams he's been just a little short sure that way it's funny um i'm gonna have a user of twitter and jarius for those of you who don't know who's this yeah super fan uh he posted a photo he he was commenting uh to champagne and champagne uh, re- uh responded uh something on the lines of yeah we're gonna have to try you out well for special teams so you know what's an issue there but um, what I thought for uh, this week, I thought the Saints did really well. I think they. I'm a big, a big uh, lover of big words. I think the execution of this game was fairly important. I think they executed well on just all cylinders. Uh, you had the special teams it was a little bit of an error. I think what they really did well on, they held uh, Muscle Hamster, uh, who is also known as um, uh, Martin. You know, from uh the Buccaneers, they held him. To 0.9 uh, average, uh, eight attempts for seven yards for rushing wise. So, they obviously, they did their job there for their main running back. Um, they, I think the only thing they really need to fix uh, for this point, going to Buffalo, because obviously Buffalo is going to take advantage, is um, the special team to make sure that's all cleaned up, even with the kicks, too, because we missed the field goal. So, look at that. And um, on offense, again, I think me and Dayton, Dayton and I have been. Uh, re-emphasizing this every week, is that you're just going to be a little more consistent on third downs. Mm-hmm. I think this time, they did fairly well compared to a couple other weeks, but those are my only two main uh, things I didn't enjoy about the game. But other than that, I loved it, though. 30-10, to 10, I did get to watch the game. I saw the highlights. I was at work. I was loving it. Again, the notifications from my good boy over here, Dayton, and... uh, uh <laughs> I got you. I got you. Yeah, he's got me, and um, and the same have. but yeah, I was pretty happy with the win. What about <laughs> you, Dane? What did you think? I am... On board with both of you. Super happy
0: about this game. Very impressed with this team. Like we were saying, compared this to six weeks ago when they were zero two, and we some some people were thinking about oh, life without Drew Brees and Sean Payton. That's thrown out the window. This team is fantastic. However, yeah. with all that being said, this is going to be the first win of the season uh, that I when when I talk about the game, I'm going to give more, I, I guess, credit in quotation marks to the other team being so bad.
1: Yeah, that that yep. it
0: kind of overshadows how well the Saints play. This, this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team came into this game 2-5. and five. They were supposed to be. I mean, people. some people had them going to the Super Bowl. Some people had them winning the NFC South. Talented team when they're healthy, but they have struggled all season. Doug Martin, shell of himself, like you just mentioned, eight carries for seven yards. What is that? That, that? I mean, that's great defensive play. Don't get me <laughs> wrong, but eight carries for seven yards. Their offensive line is not that good. That's why Jameis Winston is always hurt. Even when Jameis Winston is healthy, he's still inconsistent for at least a number one overall pick. Uh, they're starting fights on the sideline. Like, this team, you can look at that two, two different ways. Like, either this team, they still have their backs even through adversity, or this team is slowly falling apart. Doug Cotter, who, who we thought was going to be, uh, you know, like the head coach of the future for this team, I think he's finding himself on the hot seat. You can't lose this many games with that talented of a roster. Granted, they, hmm. they've got injuries, yep. uh, and I think that that helped play into the Saints' favor. Um, and, and their secondary hasn't been good. This team used to have one of the best defensive lines uh, in, in the entire league uh, when Adrian Claiborne was, was on that squad. Um, and now oh. they're one of the worst front sevens. Um, and, and again, I don't think that they believe right now in, in Jameis Winston leading them. It's going to be interesting to see how Ryan Fitzpatrick does now that he's starting and leading or, uh, you know, leading in quotation marks that, that now that he's commanding the huddle. Uh, on the offensive side. It's going to be interesting to see if they believe more in Fitzpatrick getting them two wins than they do Winston. I think that's something to keep an eye out on, just because Winston has – he's been injured and, and inconsistent even when he's healthy. But uh, on on top of all that, I really, really am just so glad that the Saints are finding their footing on the defensive side of the ball yep. because it has yep. been I, – I mean, date dates back to – 2006 when sean payton came in even before a little bit before that earlier 2000s this team has never had been good defensively uh in, in as long as i can remember and, and not only have they not been good they've been severely poor uh, even their super bowl run we didn't have an all-star type defense we had we had a lot of good players a lot a great collection of players who and their key to winning was getting turnovers but now that you look at this defense, Marshawn Lattimore gave up one catch to Mike Evans for, for 13 yards. That's incredible. He still has I, – I, I think he's only a few yards short of having more interception yards than yards given up in one-on-one coverage, which is fantastic, yeah. like I mentioned last week. Um, you have guys like Manti Teo, A.J. Klein, uh, Trey, Hendri- Trey Hendrickson, Alex Okafor. These guys are brand new to this defense. They Brand new team, brand new defensive coordinator uh, for these guys, stepping in for the Saints defense. And they're playing great. They're playing like they've been on this team for a while, and they know the concepts. you got to give credit to Dennis Allen, uh, St. Charlie, who has been on the show a couple of times. Uh, he mentioned that I think he, he said Dennis Allen should be up for coordinator of the year, and I absolutely 100% agree with that because he has Damn. totally stepped it up. His scheming is great. The coverages that he runs. Uh, it, it is is fantastic, and he ha- he knows that he has the talent in the secondary now to run these you know exotic blitzes and whatnot. Kind of reminds me of Greg Williams, uh, the the way that Dennis Allen runs these blitzes w- with these guys. He's able to get pressure, and uh, yeah. So overall, thought it was a great team, but I'm going to give way to you know the Buccaneers being awful. Then I am going to you know give to the saints you know for being uh because again the saints had mistakes they didn't play a perfect game they looked fantastic but you know the tampa bay buccaneers team is is just
1: awful honestly i agree i agree uh donna anything you want to
2: mention about that yeah i kind of want to agree but there's a part of me that wants to bring it back to the saints because i think yeah. what, what i what i'm thinking dayton is that you're saying about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers what I felt about the Saints D when Rob Ryan was in command. And it was like, yeah, you had some good players, but this was not a team. This was a collection of people who had no center. Mm-hmm and Dennis Allen, and I know there was a lot of criticism of him in the first two games, and, like, I kept saying, well, no, this is a different team. These are young guys, and they did really well in the preseason. The pressure's on for all the game to clip. But one of the things I really loved about this game that gives me, like, you know, like, I don't want to just write it off to Tampa Bay, you know, really stinks. I want to say the Saints – put the screws to them, and they couldn't like overcome that. And I think the frustration from Evans is like yeah. Evans that he was really like, he was really angry. He had no moves. You know, this is a division rivalry, but like what I love about this game and also back to the Green Bay game, was we we started in the second half of the Green Bay game. We got a lot of like those stupid penalties. I mean, like in illegal yeah. formation, like twice, and like you know, just like. But 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 at the same time, it was like they're young, and they're trying things that are aggressive, and this is all to the good, the long term good. Which in the end, when you think about Dennis Allen and, and you know a six game win streak. These were good gambles. So I want to, like, you know, sort of go back to that, you know, play where, you know, Ginn throws the ball back. And was that that was Tommy Lee Lewis, right? That kind of messed up that, you know, like that. What's the opposite of a flea flicker? I don't know. It
1: it was bad on both sides. It
2: didn't work. But the bottom line is it didn't work. But what if it had? You know, like, in other words... They were already ahead in the game. They were already, you know, they're already pretty certain that one of those pieces is going to fix this mistake. Let's take some gambles. And I got to say, I like that every single game, it seems like whatever that weakness is in the game before, they figure out how to fix it and they figure out who's the opponent. So I'm guessing in a game with a stronger offense, they don't try that play, you know, and and good they didn't, you know. But look, I I think this team is like sort of like figuring out how to be a team, and that was missing before. And it was missing even in the years when everyone was saying what a great offense we had. We came into the 2014 season and – you know, a lot of people had the Saints going pretty far. I think it was at the beginning of the 14 season where we were really high in the power rankings and then dropped like a bomb. <laughs>
0: uh huh. Yeah.
2: <laughs> fell right off the charts. And and you know, I remember thinking, yeah, we're not doing this one. We're just None. not.
0: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: I that was the year before we traded Jimmy Graham away. I, I think I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, that was yeah. that was crazy. Yeah. Definitely and not happening now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Um, and here we are. So we had a great game, and I agree the Bucks really didn't pull their weight, but, like, I still think we did a heck of a job.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You you definitely have to give credit to this team. And and w- watching these highlights again this morning was just, uh, I was just in awe. Especially that, I mean, again, you referenced it in your article, that Kamara touchdown, uh, that he was able to keep his feet and, and, and go. I mean, like, that I mean, that takes so yeah. much skill. That takes it was incredible. Against the NFL players trying to tackle you. Incredible. It takes so much skill.
2: Because also it stops the block. Yeah. I mean, it's like, whoa, he's going down. Uh oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Three times, I yeah. think. That I mean it was like, wow, is this really happening? Well, wow, did he really and then at the end it seemed like he just sort of walked into the end zone. I mean, he was going on all cylinders and then he sort of just, like, tiptoed mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is not my instinct. I'm always like, hey, yeah. don't let up. You never right. know. One. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was be... amazing. It was just, just... awesome.
0: And I, I, I feel like he's he's also learning some stuff from from Ingram. Ingram's pretty good at breaking tackles as well. He's, he's obviously more of a powerhouse guy than a finesse like Alvin yeah. Kamara yeah. is. And you also referenced the fumble about Kamara when, when you know – he is he is the type of guy already as a rookie who, you know, if he fumbles the ball, he's going to come out and say, hey, that was a mistake. I'm going to make up for it. We saw that a week ago uh, with uh, Mark Ingram. He had two fumbles yeah. in the game. Both of them lost. Almost cost us the game. But, you know, after the game, he, he said, yeah, I'm going to own up to it. And then he came back out uh, this week, and he led the team in, in rushing yards. Uh, and okay. and it, it's great to see, and I, I feel like Kamara is definitely feeding off that. Um, yeah. Because Ingram is – you know, it, it's crazy. Ingram is considered, uh, like, kind of a longtime veteran in this league. I mean, he, he surpassed the average three-year playing time for NFR running backs, and he's playing at a high level, but it feels like, we, you know, he's, he's still kind of, I wouldn't say brand new on the team, but it feels like he, he's been here not as long as he has been, so it's great to see him kind of flourish uh, in this role, as I think this is what his third year in a row as being a starting running back, and and you know he's he's really starting to pick up the pace. Um, so would you guys give the game ball? If you had to give a game ball to somebody, uh, would it be? I'm guessing it's probably between Alvin Kamara and Marshawn Lattimore. No,
1: Kamara. He's got my vote. Okay, he was outstanding. You no, know, I, I feel like every time I see Alvin Kamara, I need a bag of popcorn and a uh, large soda. There you go. You know. I like that. Uh, Someone give me some 3D uh, goggles, glasses, because it's a show every time he's on the field. You know, and I'm sure uh, Donald can relate, but uh, this Sunday, you know, when uh, both of us go to go see him against the Bills, I'm really interested to see how their defense stacks up against him, but I'm curious to see how he correlates to their tough defense, the Bills, and uh, see how he, you know, finds a way to get through that, because he's a phenomenal running back. If you look at all the other running backs right now in the NFL, you have, uh, there's too many to mention. But out of the ones uh, that just joined this year, uh, Kamara is obviously one of the front runners, you know, for talent-wise and what he's been able to accomplish. Let's say, for example, you compare him to Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey of the Panthers hasn't done nearly as much, not a centimeter as much compared to the miles that Alvin Kamara has been producing for the Saints team. So you just know it's a big leap when I'm talking here, like, yeah. centimeters to miles. But, yeah, Camaro's been that great, and, I, and we all love it. Yeah. So. What, what about you, Donna? Who'd you give it to?
2: I Like, honestly, I think this is one of those games where I think Tyler, like, you know, sort of went with a list. You know, like, there there was mm-hmm. so many incredible plays in this game. And I'm, like, always thinking about, like, who's the player who stops the choke? You know, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. like on Bell, like Cameron Jordan, like every single one of them, Teo, you know, like like I would like I cut the ball off and give everybody a piece this game. Huh. And, you know, really, I mean, I think this is one of those games where, again, this this may have been like as as a cake cake as we're going to get to the end of the season. But it is a really important game for everybody played. And not only that, but everybody played for one another. And I think it was Lattimore who said, We're a team. Oh, maybe, I I can't, you know, and and I feel bad quoting anybody if I misquoted, but like at the end of the games when our defense, you know, jumps together for a picture, that has not happened. Yeah. You know, as long as I can remember on the Saints, and I have to say, like that just makes my heart happy. I think that gives Breeze some relief. You know, the whole idea that this guy is going is losing his footing, and the offense, you know, isn't quite as exciting. You know what? I sat on the couch. I had Drew Brees as my quarterback in fantasy. I'm a Saints fan. Like I'll tell you, any week. Fantasy football can crash and burn. I like the game of football more than fantasy. Fantasy gets a lot of people in the mix. Yeah. These players aren't owned. These are human bodies putting themselves on the line every week. But I had Drew Brees. As I, did my I did, too. I did, too. I got was,
1: me 18.7 I, points.
2: And I, was, and I was playing my son. This is two years ah. ago. a Giants fan, and he had Eli. And it was that shootout with Saints yeah. giants and and not only did I crush him in fantasy football because of breeds, but the Saints beat them. And what was that like? Ridiculous! Almost like, hundred points like in a football game. Fifty-two to
0: fifty, or fifty-two yeah. to forty-nine, or something like that. Yeah, yeah it was crazy. 52,
2: and the thing is, it's like, man, there is no way a quarterback should have to score. 50 points to win and like this has got to stop it was fun it was exciting it was powerful it was like you cannot stop drew Brees, and you cannot stop this saint's offense but you know what man like this is better
0: yeah
2: this is so much better
0: yeah this
2: is maybe kamara maybe you know hey maybe maybe max under i don't know maybe
0: I like your idea though of cutting it up and giving it to everybody because this does feel like this feels like a complete team, and 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 it's it's still coming together. Yeah, um, Entering tonight's game, which by the way, I think I think tonight's game is going to be pretty good. It's it's always fun to watch the Lions and Packers in prime time. Uh, you know, Hail Mary happened a couple years ago. Uh, tonight's Monday Night game will be uh, Lions against the Packers in Green Bay. Uh, coming into tonight, tonight's game, the Saints are 15th in total defense. They after uh, week two they were 32nd. So you jumped up 17 spots. Just shows the yep. the more completeness of this team coming together. Real quick, guys, before we uh, take a quick break and then shift gears, um, you look at the, the NFC South. Uh, obviously, Buccaneers two and six. Their season is is looking like it's practically over with Winston out and whatnot. Uh, obviously, never seen ever. But and then you have uh, the 28 and threes. They just blew a game yesterday against division rival Panthers. Uh, who the Saints spanked by 21 points. So the Saints are obviously looking like the best team in the NFC South. Are they going to be able to keep this up? Do you guys think that they can win this division? If, if, like if you I had to say so. right now. Like, like Do you think, think the so. Saints are going to walk away with the division title?
1: Uh, I don't think it will be easy. I think uh, right now, I think there's a strong possibility that if I had to predict one thing happening, whether it be the Saints losing games to division opponents, such as the Buccaneers one more time, the Falcons one of those two games, or the Panthers one more time against losing games against non-division opponents, I think the Saints have a better chance to um, lose games against non-division opponents simply because of the talent right now that is in the NFC. You've got the Rams, you've got the Redskins that are decent. But I think the Saints, I'm not going to say they're going to walk away with this one, but I think right now their cards are in their hand. It's just a matter of can they get from one side of the room to the other side without dropping those cards.
0: I like it. Donna, do you yep. think they walk away with the title?
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't I, I absolutely do. I mean, I think they have I think their schedule's been really pretty. I mean, they get to see in advance the weaknesses of the other teams. I mean, so far, I I I, I have to say I'm worried about every game. No, I'm not going to say like it's a cakewalk. On the other hand, I like. I am one of those people who, like, the record yesterday meant we should root for the Falcons, right? I mean, mm-hmm. then yep. we're not just half a game. Then we're a solid game. I'm more worried about the Falcons. Like, if the Falcons are where the Falcons are, I'm not – I think Cam Newton, like, beats himself. Like, I'm not really concerned about the division – Rivals now. I sh- probably should be. I am worried about the Rams. Um, I'm, you know, and I'm always worried about injuries because everything looks great until that. Oh man, that week, and you never know when it's going to come. It's football. Yeah. Um, I just hope that um, at the end of next Sunday, that I don't have a voice left. <laughs>
1: same, the- same. I- I'm going to be screaming to get uh, a Washington Landowners autograph, and hopefully, Owen Kamara's too. I'll be making
2: a sign. What? But... <laughs> and I'll be looking for it, Tyler. Yeah, look
1: for it. You have to <laughs> and look
2: I'll for it. I'll be hoping no one beats us up. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's gonna
0: be so much fun, guys. I'm so jealous. I've never even been to an NFL game before, so I'm I'm uber I'm jealous one. of you guys. I know, the, guys. The closest stadium to me is the Seahawks. I don't even want to. I don't want to go. Up. I don't want to. I don't want to be surrounded by those people. I'm surrounded by them every day. I, I need a break. I need to go down to Nollins. And uh, yeah. watch a watch a Saints game in the Superdome. Oh, you
2: have to get in the car. Oh. and yes. December seventh, when the Saints play the Jets or host the Jets or whatever yeah. they do. Yeah. Um, I have tickets to, to that game. I'm really happy. Ooh,
0: I almost I went can't. to the I almost went to the their game against the Bears. Almost very close. That well, was very close to going. Um, uh, but uh, you know, no cigar. But uh, yeah. So I know. I know. It would have been awesome. Um, But that wraps up our talk about the Buccaneers. We're going to go to a really quick break. For you guys, that'll be one minute. For us, it'll be about three seconds of silence. Uh, (laughs) But when we come back, we are going to be previewing the Saints Week 10 matchup against the Bills, which which these two lovely people will be at uh, next week. So,
1: guys, we'll be back in just a second. What's up, guys? We are back. Did you miss us? I know I did. So, as we uh make our way, our segment, into our next topic of the night. We have the Saints-Bills preview. So the New Orleans Saints, which are currently 6-2, for those of you who have been living under a rock, will be traveling to the Buffalo Bills to face a better-than-expected uh, Bills team. So uh, in case you didn't hear earlier, Donna and I, uh, amongst a bunch of other Saints fans, hopefully will be there in attendance to see the game. Uh, now, will the Saints be able to pull out their seventh straight win? Or will the Bills, that are currently at 5-3, defend their home turf and give the Saints another loss? So we're here to discuss that tonight, guys. And let me throw out the first question of this segment. What do you guys think are the biggest things to watch out for in this game? Any specific players? Any specific uh, maybe matchups we need to look out for? What do you guys think? The floor is yours.
0: Uh, I'll just jump right in real quick and say... For, for mine, at least, it is um, how we're going to be able to handle uh, LaShawn McCoy. Um, I agree. I, 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 I can't remember this season, other than Christian McCaffrey, who, again, is a rookie. I can't remember the same. I mean, Jordan, and Jordan Howard tore us up. He's the only other guy. I can't remember us. You know, playing uh, back with this caliber of talent that, that, um, LaShawn McCoy has his versatility, his quickness, the way he's able to get out of the backfield. He's a dual threat. He can catch the ball out of the backfield as well. He, you know, and Tyrod Taylor has made leaps and bounds improvements. So, um, hopefully, uh, hopefully what happened against Jordan Howard in New Orleans a couple of weeks ago doesn't happen with Shady, who has. Yeah. So, I I used to have a podcast uh, a year ago. I used to have a, a I was on a different podcast, host a different one, and I said on that podcast I said Lashawn McCoy is the most overrated running back in the NFL. Since then he's had like ten games of a hundred yards or more rushing. He's he's exploded. He's he's totally proven me wrong. So I'm I'm scared. I think it's gonna come back and haunt me this time. I, th- I think Shady may be the difference in that. But no, um, great player. Uh, always been you know electrifying and whatnot. I have like I said I have tremendous confidence in the defense. But Jordan Howard tore us up for over a hundred yards. Um, Aaron Jones had a pretty good day against us for the Packers. So, you know, there are weak spots in the middle of the team or in the middle of the defense occasionally. So I, I think that's going to be the biggest thing to watch, at least for me. Other than that, everything else is, I think how you see it on paper, you know, how well the the Saints mm-hmm. have been doing recently and, you know, the bills just getting blown out by the jets. I, I think that those both are going to play, uh, tremendous roles in the game, momentum wise, confidence wise for both teams. But, uh, Shady going up against our defense. I think that's the biggest thing to watch for.
1: Peyton, really quick though, if you uh, if you look at the sacks though, that's why I was actually talking uh, to Walter Deuce about this. Wyndham, um, uh, if you take away the one fifty-yard run that uh, Jordan Howard had, uh, he would have had, I think, I believe, twenty-three carries for fifty yards. So that's actually pretty good. Yeah. I, I just think contrary to what you said, the Saints need to be. Uh, careful about what gaps they blitz and make and, and uh, make sure they don't give up the really big runs other than that they've been doing pretty decent but what what say you Donna what's your take on this what I do the things he look out for
2: honestly my own my I uh, you know of course the run I'm worried about the run I'm worried about the long ball I'm worried about the weather I'm worried about like yes. green and and buffalo and you know is he is going to be wearing the right shoes. Right, right. You know, uh-huh. I mean, like the Green Bay game, like still, you know, like I, I saw him slip the first half of that game. He had to figure out the turf. And, and that's all like, I mean, I, I should, I am worried. Um, you know, I'm worried cause I'll be there. And like, I, I do feel like when, when you focus on the game on your television, you know what to tell them mine, you know, Vulcan mind melt. <laughs> I'm worried I'll let it slip, but. Honestly, like, I think we are in a really good place right now. I think the Jets showed off their weaknesses, and let's see what happens next week. They'll learn from their mistakes. We'll learn from their mistakes. And they'll, you know, they'll be watching us. So I hope that Kamara actually, like, not takes a step back, but, you know, is really careful not to invite you know, um, pain. <laughs> right. So, you know, I hope they're like smart enough, you know, in the offense to change it up enough that we all come out a hundred percent healthy. Um, yeah. I am worried primarily about the weather.
0: So. Yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because yeah, Drew Brees tends to have a, uh, you know, infamous struggle in in outdoor games occasionally for for a quarterback of his caliber. Um, you know, it, it's crazy to see, but obviously he's a dome quarterback. He's a, he plays in the South. Um, and his stats compared to, you know, um, outdoor indoor doesn't matter, you know, November, December, you know, colder months. It's not that large of a disparity, but it is to be worried about it because this bills team, like I said, is, is more talented than we think, uh, for sure. Yeah. Or at least that anybody expected them to be. Um, and so you know they have a chance to come back. Yeah, you know, if, if if Breeze isn't able to play that well, and again we have more of a complete team, but this could be this Bills team could be the one that surprises us because I, I feel mm-hmm. like this is we're looking at this and saying this is obviously a tough game, but the way that things are rolling, this is going to be easier. Um, I, you know, I guess than the record says for the Bills, the Saints going up against them. But, uh, I, you know, the Bills, don't, don't count them out. You can't count them out. And if Drew Brees struggles, you know, in this weather, even if it's just a little bit slightly, uh, Eli, I don't think he's going to go 22 for 27 like he did uh, in New Orleans against, uh, you know, last maybe week against, against the 30. Bucks. There's going to be a lot I mean, more running and yeah. uh, maybe more, more turnovers possibly because of, the, because of the weather. Which sucks for you guys because you guys have to sit in that rain, which
2: is uh, oh. uh, <laughs> not
0: going to be too fun.
2: yeah Yeah. but we'll be watching the same so it'll be all good for us i mean i don't want to put like a yeah i mean that's like if i'm really worried about something what is it and it's not it's like because i think breeze will get his footing after he figures out the day like my problem in the past was always by the time he figured out the day they'd already so psychologically deflated that they they checked out i don't fear that anymore and frankly like as i don't want to like I think every game is important. I think every game is gonna to be tough for different reasons. It's football. People get better. This is a tough game. But honestly, I don't see any game getting harder than that Lions game. I mean, like for me, like maybe the Rams, but like anybody else, the Lions were tough. But yeah. short of I think I think we'll come out okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that so, Lions lines game, sorry sorry to cut you off, Tyler, but no, that Lions game sure. was uh, was uh, really tough. Uh, we That just reminds me real quick, I want to plug this in. We ran a poll on our Who Dat Dish podcast Twitter account. We asked you guys what the um, toughest game uh, for the rest of the schedule for the Saints will be uh, coming up, and we had uh, uh, quite a few votes in, and the majority of you said the Los Angeles Rams. Bills were, I believe, third behind our divisional opponents, but this game mm-hmm. is going to be really tough. Um, I, I, I think at but least. That's not going to help. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Exactly. Yeah, it's just, and again, it's a road game. Road games, you know, you're going again in enemy territory. Even though we have you two there, who uh, might who. We, who are might... Be who, who, we who...
2: should let them know in advance if you have any problems. just yes. Come get.
0: Them. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And yeah. you two, you two are going to be close to balancing out. You know, the the Saints and Bills. uh hopefully. You know, cheering level noise, but uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully, it's enough to uh, make them Bill feel what? like it's a home game. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so the next question I got for you guys, I was surprised we actually didn't mention this. Now the uh the one thing I think, you know, similar to the Saints that the Bills have going for them, it's not just their offense that's been really crazy, it's their defense. So if you had to take uh if you had to throw a dart at the board between the front four or the secondary, which which um which part would you guys say you're more worried about for the Saints and why? Ooh, hmm.
0: Go ahead, Don. I gotta think about this one.
2: Well, That's for me it's always the front. I'm always yeah, worried about God. protection. I mean, it's like, you know, <laughs> let's face it. We got backups for every position except that one. <laughs> right. And and you know, so I'm I'm always worried about that.
0: Yeah, and uh yeah, I I I'd say the front four too. Actually, between those two, I would say I'd I'd add in I, I think that our linebacking core is gonna be the one to be most worried about uh like I said trying to cover LaShawn McCoy because he's most likely what's going to happen he's going to be matched up one-on-one against Klein, Tao, Robertson you know whoever our our best coverage linebacker out there is going to be matched up one-on-one against LaShawn McCoy a majority of the time because of our confidence in the man-to-man coverage what's that
1: I meant their defense oh my bad my bad (laughs) my bad
0: oh I got you oh uh, in that case, uh, well, well, take into account what I said, too. That we can just add that on. Um, but in that case, if we're worrying about the Bills, yeah, for sure. Uh, I would say front for it, too. Um, and, and I, so that's what you meant, Donna, about the offensive line, yeah, right? About, absolutely. Okay, okay yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Because we've got to keep Drew Brees upright, and we've done a pretty good job absolutely. of that despite exactly. the injuries. But, uh, again, the, their head coach is defensive-minded. Uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head right now but uh Sean mcdermott that's right sean mcdermott yeah and, and they, the Panthers and yep. the, Bill, the bills always have been you know ever since rex ryan uh I, I shouldn't say always have been but in recent memory they have been with rex ryan at the helm now sean mcdermott uh so it they they have their schemes in place they have their mentality on defense so hopefully our offensive line can be more aggressive than them off the ball mm-hmm. in the rainy Absolutely. weather and be able to protect yeah. Drew Brees and you know give lanes to Ingram and Kamara too because you know front fours don't all, their only job isn't just to sack the quarterback you know they got to stop the run as well so we got to be aware of that as well and, and hopefully
2: we're, we don't have Armstead exactly yeah gruesome.
0: that that's gonna be the killer uh yeah. we, we did get yep. Bryce Harris back just for depth but I'm still a little bit worried about Armstead being out so
1: Me too so I well, this is how we're gonna uh, wrap it up we've got. We've got one more little segment we're going to talk about. So I'm going to ask you guys for your score predictions. And then this is something that we're going to start trying to implement here on the podcast. Uh, last episode, the uh, lost episode for lost those of you episode. who do uh, 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 <laughs> A bunch of scenes questions uh, from fans. Now, uh, starting off, you know, from every podcast after that, we're going to try and answer one uh, fan question uh, each week. So, I've got a fan question, but first, I want to get you guys' uh, thoughts. Uh, what are your score predictions for the game, uh, for the uh, game Sunday?
2: Go ahead, Donna. I'll let you, uh, you, you have the floor. <laughs> oh, man like, really? I'm going to go 100 to nothing. I mean, yes. I don't. <laughs> Love it. A <laughs> little bias, those two things we say the hundreds oh, for the same. Do I don't know. Like I don't know. I just hope we win by two touchdowns. That's yeah. all I'll say. It's yeah. like for me, it's a prayer. <laughs> it's not... I was on um serious NFL. Uh, you know, Alex Marvez the pre pre on Sunday last Sunday, the Bears game. When I was driving, whatever I was driving. <laughs> And they asked for player predictions. I said we're going to score three defensive touchdowns. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No. Yeah. no, we got We got a
0: blocked punt. Yeah, we got the special teams touchdown. I, if that counts for anything.
2: Hey, yeah, that's a good
0: one. Yeah, um, I would say if I had to give a score again, it's always tough to gauge these, but. Uh, last week, I, I think I was one of the closest from the staff. I think I think uh, Roy and I were, were closest out of them. Not that it's competition, but I just found it interesting. Um, I'm gonna say 31 to 14 Saints. Um, again, I, I've been talking about uh, you know this is gonna be tough. I think that they can surprise us, but I, I, I can't I can't doubt this team's momentum. I can't doubt you know how how together they're being. Uh, again, watching the highlights this morning was just incredible. Great to see shutting a team down like that uh and and the bills are coming off a disastrous loss now they do have a little a few extra days rest coming into this game i think that that's also something to look out for but the the momentum and the confidence the saints have almost even that out in my opinion uh if you look at you know the mentality of players going into games um yeah i I, and I, i think that this is a better coach team as well the saints are um, the weather is going to suck. Hopefully, uh, the, it, it changes up a little bit so that there's a little bit less cool. rain, a little bit nicer stuff for your guys' sake and the sake for the team. But, um, yeah, give me give me the Saints 31-14. to 14. I know this whole podcast I've been saying, watch out for the Bills, watch out for Shady, but uh, I,
1: I I have confidence in this team for sure. Yeah, all right. And before I combine, we just have to give a quick shout-out to our fabulous editor, Roy Anderson. He gave his prediction. He has 23-16 Saints. But as for mine, I, I don't know. I feel like the Bills somehow are going to try to limit us, uh, limit us on points. But I feel like they're going to be putting up their own points as well. So I'm going to say 27 to 20 Saints. Okay. Now, uh, as we before we sign off, we've got a quick question. This is actually from a guy I know. Huge shout-out to you, Jordan. So uh, his name is Jordan Carter. You can follow him on Twitter at Carter underscore Error22. His question is... Is the defense for real, or have they been getting lucky matchups? What are your takes on this, guys? Ooh, um,
0: okay. Obviously, I think that there is a little bit of lucky matchups in place there, um, because the you know the Patriots don't have a and I'm kind of referencing how well Marshawn Lattimore specifically has been doing as well in, into this. Patriots didn't really have a dominating wide receiver. I mean, Brandon Cooks is good. He didn't really go off against us, uh, but you know they, they rely on on other stuff. Um, he had he did shut down Mike Evans. Super impressive. Bears don't really didn't didn't really have a, a star receiver on their team. Um, if Kelvin Benjamin is healthy, that's going to be uh, also something interesting for to watch out. Lattimore against Kelvin Benjamin, but um you know th- this defense. Got a very unlucky matchup in week one when Stephon Diggs was on Devontae Harris. That that was that was a very unlucky matchup for us. He he got torched. But I think overall this is a for real defense, and I reference this every single week. The schemes Dennis Allen is running, the personnel he's implementing, it's amazing. It's it's an, it's incredible to me. He, he he found the niche in this team, and what makes it even more impressive, like I said, is so many of these guys who are starting and playing for the Saints, they're new to this team. They, you know, yep. and and granted they're veterans, they it's not like they're you know rookies coming into the nfl and they have to relearn all of this stuff and, and whatnot but it's still fantastic to see dennis allen lift these guys up by his scheming his exotic blitzes the coverages that he runs uh it, it's great to see them meshing well together and playing like a complete team as, as donna has been men- mentioning this entire podcast as well this team is just coming together on both sides of the ball and it's great to see and i think i think defense is just, just it's, it's just incredible to watch i they, they I'm almost speechless when I talk about this defense. Watching them this these past six weeks, it's fantastic.
1: I am too. Well, what say you, Donna? What's your they take are, on this young are, defense?
2: I mean, when first of all they stop the score. Yes, yes. And and, and let's talk about like they stop the score. I mean, they almost played two shutout games. Now I know almost is almost, but you know when they tip the ball and they stop a pass or a run, and they beat their heads on the turf because they didn't intercept, mm-hmm. Yep, they are for real. I mean, the, you know, how many tips? We have, like, more tips, <laughs> like, in one game this year than we had the entire season last year. They're, like, they're real. And now the worry is that they're all so young and they're trying everything. And God bless them, I hope they keep doing that because I don't want offenses to get their number at the end of the season. Mm. Um, you know, so I think they make it to the playoffs. I think they're real. Do they, you know, do they win a playoff game or two or right. make the real good one? I'm praying they do. Yeah. But there's where we have to rely on Saints. Like, really? This is a team with some spiritual magic.
0: Yes. So maybe yes. that'll be
2: the boost. But I think they're real. You know, I, I love them. It's Me, so fun to watch. <laughs>
0: yeah, it really is. Um, yeah. and, and again, we started this podcast talking about the spirituality of the team. It's it's vibrant right now. The the city. I, I, I wish that, like, well, you'll, you'll be in New Orleans pretty soon here, Donna. Uh, yeah. For the Jets game. That's what I be. That's it's going to be. And, oh, yeah, and Tyler. But it's incredible to see how this football team is making their fans – I mean, I mean that just shows the true loyalty, passion of a city like New Orleans. It would it would be great to go down there right now and, and see. Tweet at us, guys, how how rocking New Orleans is because of, of how well the Saints are doing. Um, before we sign off, one quick thing to say: I think that the only weakness of this defense right now, and, and we talked about it earlier, that I forgot to mention in my little spiel. Uh, getting off the field on third down, uh, we're we're, mm-hmm. we're bottom five team and, and oppo- opposing teams is third down percentage completion. Third down completion percentage. There we go. Uh, bottom yeah. five team in, in that regard, which, which obviously it takes some fixing up to do. But yeah. you look at, you know, like like Donna said, they're not sacrificing the point. So it's not it's not a dire situation uh, of this team. It's just it's going to help us look even better uh, if we're able to get off the field sooner. Um, but
2: that's all the wait, time we have. Go
1: ahead. Go ahead. You forgot go my answer, guys. Oh, my bad, man. Go ahead. I got caught up. Okay. Go ahead, man. So I was going to say, I, I, I bet you my guy Jordan would probably have been at it. If I ask a question, I ain't even give it my answer. So, Jordan, if you're listening to this when it comes out, my answer for you: I think this uh, defense is legit. Our secondary is the one that's holding it down, and it all starts with Ken Crowley, Marshall Lenimore. They have been, they have been epic. So, you look at—it's uh, funny. Uh, everyone knows by now, but I love Twitter. So, on Pro Football Focus, I actually wrote something uh, a day ago about just how good uh, against the Buccaneers, for example, but as a whole. They've been playing. Marshawn Lattimore, uh, his pass snaps were 37. He was targeted seven times. He had two receptions, they said. But actually, he wrote on this and said he had one reception. So that's funny. He had one pass defense. And his passer rating was 39.6. And Ken Crowley was just virtually the same. Um, his passer rating was 48.4. So all starts with those guys um, holding it down on the secondary, giving our defensive ends and those guys more time um, to uh, rush the quarterback. But, yes, my answer for you, Jordan, is yes. This defense is legit, and hopefully, it shows up uh, Sunday when we play the Bills because I really want to see some turnovers, especially on the same set. Yeah. So, but yeah, D- uh, Dan, take it away.
0: Yes is all across the board for us. And Tyler, I'm I'm sorry again that. No, I you're fine. I think it's I fine. think that's the second time I've done that to you, and I'm it's, so no, sorry for okay. for cutting it's you off. It's not intense. Uh, it's
1: all good, dude. I, it's all I good st- in the hood.
0: Still got love for you. I don't uh I don't uh purposefully leave you off. But uh yeah great great it's stuff okay. guys again. Uh, we're, we're officially done. Anybody else want to get last word in? We got anybody else that wants to. About the Bills game? Anybody else want to chime in about anything? I, I think we got pretty Donna, good coverage on it. Right?
2: I just want to say thank you for having me. It's oh, been of course. So thank you.
0: Thank <laughs> you for coming <laughs> on the show, Donna. Talking
2: about the Saints in upstate New York. You guys yeah. are amazing. Oh, thank yeah.
0: you. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, Donna, if you don't mind, uh, could you go ahead and plug away some of your social media where, where people can find you? Um, at
2: Donna P. On Twitter um I have a personal website www I mostly write creative nonfiction. this the saints are my joy so um and uh that dish where I am a volunteer contributor yes fan. I am not a journalist. I am not a sports writer I'm a fan
0: <laughs> there we go exactly exactly that's where yep fan-sided it's the place for fans yeah. so. yes um, so Good stuff, guys. Awesome, Donna. Thanks. If you don't mind, go ahead and stay on the line as, as we do a little quick sign-off. Uh, Tyler, you got the floor, man.
1: Okay. So sign-out time. Da, 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 da. Make sure to follow us on our social media. We always say this every week, but to not only stay updated with everything regarding this podcast, but to get in contact with us too. We love answering scenes questions, uh, so make sure to send us some. Like we said earlier, we're going to be taking fan questions every week and talking about them. So if you've got a question for us, We probably have an answer. Make sure to send us some that way. You can follow Dayton on the other end. You can follow him at Dayton underscore Brown underscore. You can follow me uh, at Raymond Tyler M. You can follow our official podcast account at the WDD podcast. These are all on Twitter, by the way, guys. Make sure to check us out on Facebook. Uh, Just search Who That Dish uh, Facebook page. And don't forget to check us out on blogtalkradio.com and iTunes too. Just search Who That Dish podcast. And last but not least... Make sure to check us out, uh, all of our articles on com, Like Dayton always says, I'm going to steal your thunder here, buddy. If you're not living there, you should be. And also, make sure to check out Donna's article uh, that just came out about Alvin Kamara. That was a really great article, and all the other ones, too. So.
0: Yeah. All right, guys. Again, thank you so much. Thank you to Tyler for being a great co Thank you to Donna for being a fantastic guest. Next Likewise. week Next week will be reviewing this game against the bills. However, it shapes out whether we win by a score of hundred to zero, or we lose by a score of zero to 100. We are going to talk about the game. Uh, A familiar face will join the uh, show as a guest. uh, Christian from catch the blitz hasn't been on since the off season, but he'll be on here. We're going to, we're going to talk about the game. uh, And we're also going to be talking about how other rookies in the NFL are doing. So guys, be sure to check that out again. Thank you so much for listening Be sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you so much.